General Election Coverage 2016 with the Anglo-Celt. I met up with the Anglo-Celt's Paul Nealon outside the count centre in Cavan and I started by asking him, did he expect any upsets in this weekend's count? It's hard to say. We're definitely going to lose one TD anyway in that the constituency is now four seats instead of five last time out. Uh, the sitting TDs are Brendan Smith, Joe O'Reilly, Quivino Quailon, Heather Humphreys and Sean Conlon. I said in the middle of the week that I predicted the four, four sitting TDs to come in uh, except for Sean Conlon who's now gone independent. But I do think there are two dark horses in this. In Neil Smith, uh, Fianna Fáil, who was controversially added to the ticket, and Catherine Riley Sinn Féin, who seems to be going well. Much of the speculation, Paul, has, has surrounded where Sean Conlon's transfers are going to, to go, and I suppose at this stage that's still the big intangible. Where do you see Conlon transferring to? Well, should he not get in, he could go all over the place. I mean, he's got some Fianna Gael supporters he's taken independent. Now, whether they go back... Where will they go? And then Monaghan vote, will that go across to Fianna Fáil's Mike Durkin, who's the third Fianna Fáil candidate in Cavan Monaghan? Five years ago, Fianna Gael ran three in this constituency. They got them all in with two and a half quotas, which was a fantastic result. I think the Irish Independent, Fianna Sheehan, said that it was the best election performance in the country in terms of vote management. Is there any chance Fianna Fáil can get three seats this time? Or are we looking at two at best for Fianna Fáil? And if so, is it Smith and, and Smith? It's two at best. Um, I think they'll be doing well, actually, to get into... I'd say it'll probably be one uh, with both of the Smiths in the running. I actually have a prediction that Neesmith might even outpoll Brendan, but not get in because of the transfers that Brendan will get. Neve Smith has, has received a lot of favourable attention in the past week or so because her campaign really seems to be gathering steam, sort of off the pace. She's come with a late run, but in horse racing par- parlance, can she make it to the line ahead of, the, ahead of someone else? She had five weeks of a campaign after being added so late, but she was defeated 3-1 to one in convention. I see her going very close, polling very well, a TD next time out, but just short this time. Another intangible is uh, the, the Labour vote from the last time. With three weeks of a campaign, Liam Hogan um, polled just under 5,000 votes in the, in the final analysis. The interesting thing was, I suppose, that the, that the Labour vote didn't transfer to the left-wing parties. A lot of it transferred to Fine Gael. That, flo- that floating Labour vote of a few thousand votes that's not there this time without a Labour candidate in Cavan Monaghan, where do you see that going? Much like Sean Conlon's, it could go anywhere. Um, there's no real Labour presence here historically. I know you got four, four and a half thousand last time out that went anywhere, but it might as well be an independent vote. So I can see it transferring anywhere. I don't see any real um, automatic transfer beyond maybe a slight majority to Sinn Féin. Speaking of independents, we know there's a, quite a few independents in the field. I think Jimmy Mee is there, John Wilson is there. Um, there's a Green candidate, Michael Callaghan, who wouldn't have big support in this constituency and is, for all intents and purposes, an independent. Who do you think would pull best of the independents? Probably Wilson, John Wilson. The guard of whistleblower has the biggest profile, but he just doesn't have enough traction to get in this time again. I can see him being a councillor in a couple of years, but it would be John Wilson who would be, the, I suppose, the uh, box office of all the independents. And having covered the locals uh, a couple of years ago, and I know that the Anglo Celt did a big job online at, uh, on that occasion, it's it's a fun weekend in ways for the hacks, isn't it? It's it's, it's pure drama, and it's it's something that the journalists look forward to. Yeah, there's a lot of downtime, but I suppose in the end, politicians are people, and their livelihoods are on the line. So we have to be a bit respectful, but it is a bit of crack. We're just putting up this podcast as a bit of a preview to the South's coverage for the weekend. Um, if people log on to anglocelt.ie on Saturday, um, what sort of uh, things are they going to see? Well, we'll be doing 
uh, reaction interviews, minute by minute, the counts, the tallies, predictions, everything you could expect, and we'll be doing them, maybe a bit of audio, video coverage as well, but we'll be there early, and we'll be there to the finish. I'm joined now by Sean McMahon from the Anglo-Celt, who's going to be in Sligo covering the Sligo Leitrim constituency. Sean, you're anticipating a hectic weekend. It should be a wonderful weekend. At least we're getting away to the West Pole for the weekend, down to the Clarion Hotel myself and Damien McCarney. And hopefully it'll not go on for a marathon coverage, but one would suspect that with 18 candidates. But whatever unfolds, we're well used to it. We've covered many an election, Paul. And it's always a fascinating time, even if you're falling half asleep. You're waking up when the count is about to be revealed. We'll be keeping a close watch on what's going on in Cavan 1 and, of course, in the Cavan count as well. So if you want the top coverage, join the Anglo-Celt team this weekend. Sean, you're used to covering Cav and Monaghan, but this is a whole new constituency, and I suppose you've been reading up and learning up on what this weekend could throw up in the West. It's like when we used to do the football commentaries and stuff, it's like learning off teams and players and all. It's like the runners and riders in a race, or Paul, the Grand National, Paul. Hopefully, most of them will get over Beechersbrook in the first round, but it's when the counts start going down the line, four, five, six, and seven, and the votes are being distributed, that's when the casualties come and you see the frailties of human nature and the people that had jobs maybe for five years the job just disappears or evaporates before their eyes it can be a very cruel sport but it's good entertainment for us hacks and la- the last thing Sean you'll have plenty of coffee on hand to keep you awake on a late night in, in uh, Sligo we will indeed the Clarion Hotel I believe it's a top place for good strong coffee and we need it all General Election Coverage 2016 with the Anglo-Celt